Sales is King, episode 94. everybody welcome back to sales as king dan sixsmith glad to be with you and um looking forward to today's program been uh kind of running around the last couple of weeks so sorry we did not get to a show over the last week or so but i've got a lot to talk about today and um always looking for new studies that come out that talk about what the great, the elite sellers are doing versus the weak sellers. Uh, the Objective Management Group is a great source of that information. And today there is a great new study that talks about the different type of traits that the elite sellers are demonstrating. And you guys need to listen to this because if you want to improve in sales, you need to look at the data. And you need to see what the good sellers are doing and where the bad sellers are falling down. So number one, trustworthiness, right? Uh, not surprising. And uh, this is not in any particular order. But <clears throat> I wanted to talk a little bit about trustworthiness. How do you build trust with someone you haven't met before? You know, think about this. This is so important because... Unfortunately, the term salesperson still has a negative connotation. You know, um, people think that you're, they're trying to get over on you, that they're only in it for themselves. Um, and it's unfortunate. But we go in as salespeople with a little bit of a disadvantage. So how do we become more trustworthy? What are some of the things we can do? I jotted down a few ideas. Number one. Um, make the call, make the meeting about the prospect, about the customer. And you're probably saying, Dan, you know, this is like sales 101. But guess what? It's not. Because so many people are still so self-focused, so, you know, talking about the company. It was funny. I was sitting on the train this morning, and I was looking at the woman next to me, and she was doing a talk track. She was typing in a talk track for her organization. And it was... I was gasping because it was so me-focused. It was so typical of what is not resonating today. It was all about her company. It was just reams and reams of information about them and what they do and how they position themselves. And I think it was a finance company. And I felt like I almost said, this is not going to work. You know, I almost tapped her on the shoulder and said, this is the wrong way to do it. So... You know, that's not going to build trust when you start spewing about your company, yourself, you know, the logos, the whole bit, right? Uh, the PowerPoint. I mean, people are just gagging on this stuff. So number one, make it about the prospect. Make it about them. Let's learn about them. Let's figure out what's troubling them. Let's learn about their motivations, their concerns, their fears. Let's learn more about them. You know, 
Um, let's not go in there loaded for bear with the PowerPoint and the whole spiel. Number two, show them you care, right? How do I show them that I care? I show them I care by doing the research, right? By doing my homework, by coming in prepared, by knowing what's going on with the company, what's going on with the individuals, um, what's going on in the industry, what's going on in their industry. You know, coming in prepared shows them that I care about them. I care about this meeting. I'm not just winging it. I'm not going in ice cold, right? Um, number three, diagnose and empathize. Diagnose and empathize, right? We must diagnose the situation. We must ask the proper discovery questions. And then we must empathize. You know, we must genuinely care. I don't want to work with somebody that doesn't care about me or my situation. <clears throat> and I'm not going to, I'm certainly not going to trust them. But if you empathize with them, and we're going to get into, uh, I know I keep promising this, and I've got the interview in the can. I just need to put it together and get it out there. But um, we're going to have Dr. Helen Reese on empathy. And she wrote the book on empathy. And I, I promise that I will get this out shortly. But diagnose and empathize, right? Put yourself in their shoes. Really care about what they're experiencing. There's so much more to empathy. And you guys will love it when we do release it. Um, next, educate and inform, right? Tell them something they don't know. Give them something to get excited about, right? Deliver some information. Make the meeting worthwhile, right? Don't make it a waste of time. You know, we saw the stat the other day, 58% of buyers are still disengaging with salespeople because there's zero value delivered. So, you know, educate them in an inform. Come in with something that perhaps they didn't know. Um, you know, propose a course of action, right? Show them that you care by coming up with some ideas. Help the guy out. Help a brother out. Right? You know, prepare some ideas. Say, think on your feet and say, hey, here's something to think about. Has nothing to do with your solution possible, possibly. It's just, you know, good, honest business uh, discussion. Right? Um, propose a course of action. Great. Next, um, give without expecting anything in return. Give them something. And it could be that, you know, the ideas that you put out there, um, you know, the industry information, the insights, whatever it is, but give without expecting anything in return. You know, just be a um, magnanimous person that wants to go in there and help the prospect. If they want to talk about your solution, if it makes sense, if they want to invite you back, great. But, you know, develop your trust that way. Give without expecting anything in return. Um, you know, you can uh, leave the meeting and then you can continue to like their social posts you can support them in any way possible. Social media is a great way. You could start liking and commenting. You could forward, you know, uh, share some of their articles. Um, you know, do some of the intangibles. You know, so what I'm trying to say is there's just a lot more to selling today than ever before. And it's just not showing up and, you know, hoping that you're going to make a sale. Um, this whole notion of trustworthiness is really deep and it requires a lot of work. Um, Let's go on to some of the other, and I, I, we don't have time for me to go through all of the um, objective management uh, uh, details. Referrals, number two, referrals. The elite salespeople know how to create their own demand. 
They're getting referrals. They're asking for referrals because they're doing such a great job in, in building relationships and delivering value and selling value that, you know, their business, their book of business is growing because people want to refer. They don't have to go in and hard sell a referral, but they do ask, you know, who else might benefit in the organization, outside of the organization, in their network. So referrals is key. Next, expertise, right? You've got to be a subject matter expert. We've said it over and over again. Know, know your solution inside and out, but know the industry inside and out. We talked about um, if you're going to sell tractors, you need to understand farming, right? You need to know the big picture. So, And this to me is inexcusable if you don't. It's inexcusable if you don't. Study up, read, research, watch videos, become a student, become an expert. You, you are required to do this. And it, it slays me that so many reps are not doing this. It's just, it's unconscionable. Do the homework, become an expert. And this requires time outside the office. It requires, you know, train work, bus work, weekend work. So this is critical. It's, it's, it's going to tip the scales. It's probably worth, you know, tens of thousands of dollars or even more six-figure additions to your uh, pocketbook this year into next. The next one, credibility. And to me, credibility comes with the expertise, with the trustworthiness, with the way you conduct yourself. You could just see it. There's the amateur hour, and then there's the experts, right? And the experts, the credible ones, the trustworthy ones, are going to win 99.9% of the time. Credibility. Next, personality. Make them feel comfortable, right? Personality still matters. You got to come in. You got to develop some rapport, you know? Um, and you got to build that confidence and build that trust. You need a personality, guys. Next, understanding of their needs. Uh, listen to any one of the 93 other episodes, and we know how important understanding the buyer needs are. But yet, we hear so many times buyers saying that the salespeople come in and they're only talking about themselves. So, you know, it continues to be an issue. We need to make sure we're coming in and understanding the buyer needs. Um, price, of course, is important. Uh but again, not as important as value, right? But when I say price and what objective management says price, we need to be comfortable talking about price. Whenever anybody asks me price, I'm ready to go, you know? Uh, and a lot of times prospects will say, oh, maybe you don't know, you know, maybe you don't have enough information yet. I'm ready to go. If they're asking me about price, I'm going to put out a range. I'm going to get a proposal out and we're going, man, because... While some other companies fumbling around and figuring out what to do and, you know, holding their cards close to the vest, I'm closing the deal. I'm giving them a price and I'm, I'm signing, you know, uh, I'm not going to say, well, you know, we don't know and it depends and I'm not, hey, yeah, that's just nonsense, right? So price and the ability to speak in financial terms is critical. Uh, chemistry, sure. Chemistry is important, right? Uh, do you want to do business with somebody that you cringe when they walk in the door? You know, that you're locking the conference room door after they leave. 
changing the phone numbers, you know, putting out a for sale sign on your house. You're, you're so, you know, uh, just cringeworthy meetings, right? So chemistry is key. Ease of working with, right? You want to establish uh, an understanding that your company is very easy to work with. The experience is tremendous. You're very easy to deal with. Your, your colleagues that you bring in are very easy to deal with. The delivery team is easy to deal with. Everybody's easy to deal with. You make doing business easy. That's what buyers are looking for. That's what the elite sellers are doing. The ones that are fumfering around and hemming and hawing and you know hedging their bets are losing. Uh, let's see. Reputation. Okay. Reputation. So how does someone know your reputation? Well, you've sold a lot of this in the market. You've been around for a while. Uh, people like the way you do business. They like to buy from you. Uh, they see you on social media. They see you sharing and commenting. They see you delivering interesting content. Perhaps you've, you're podcasting or you're video. You're sending videos. Um, you know that rounds out your reputation. Don't discount it. Next, uh, flexibility. Okay, and, and this one again to me fits into the kind of uh, easy ease of work with, but um, flexibility is definitely important. So, you know, it's so important to, you know, anybody listening can go and and search these things and read up about what buyers want, you know? Um, and it's just so critical to our craft that we need to be a student of sales. You know, we're, we're you know, this selling is being disrupted, guys. I don't, I don't know... Um, there's no other way to put it. The, 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 the profession of sales is being disrupted. And there is this, you know, these two categories. There's the modern sellers that get it, that are making the kick-ass money, right? And there's the old schoolers that are just, you know, with their head in the sand, that are still doing it the old school way, that are sitting there, you know, waiting for the phone to ring and, and doing it, you know, without adding value. So, you know, I encourage you to do the research, to learn from the losses, to learn from the wins, to find a mentor, you know, in your company. Get a coach. You know, um, if, if your company is not coaching you, you need to seek outside coaching. Um, I've made investments in myself this year. Um, I'm working with a coach uh, on a number of different issues, uh, not only business related, but health and physical fitness. Uh, I've invested in some sales skill programs. We have to invest in ourselves. We cannot just think we're just going to get by with, um, you know, winging it. So um, really good to be back with you guys. I'm really excited about the rest of the year. Uh, I hope you guys are too. If you need my help, please reach out to me. Uh, I am happy to talk to you. I'm happy to grab a cup of coffee, dan.sixsmith at gmail.com. Obviously, um, I am a coach as well. I'm happy to coach you individually. I'm happy to come in and talk to the teams. We can assess you, um, and we can figure out the areas that you need to improve in. So let's go out there and let's figure out how we improve, how we start to develop the elite selling skills, how we take our sales to the next level.
Peace. Sleeping in the church, riding in the dirt, put a banner over my grave. Make a body work, make a beggar hurt, sell me something big and untamed.